0: hey there welcome to motorcycles and misfits at the recycle garage in sunny Santa Cruz. No, yesterday was a little sketchy, but no. today sunny again. Oh, it
1: was sketchy. We must have had half an inch of rain yesterday.
2: <laughs> it was sketchy. It was sunny yeah. too,
1: but it was just raining. So. Did you guys see that yeah. giant rainbow? Nope. Was that it a double was like a rainbow? full rainbow? No, I didn't see All the way it. across the sky?
0: Well, yeah. I, I, wrote, I drove up to San Francisco last night, and there was crazy lightning storms yeah, around the heard. airport. Wow. It was crazy. So let's do a roll call tonight in the garage. We have Douglas. Yeah, I'm here. This is Liza. We also have Knox. Yes jim hello josh hey zach hey darren i'm in and bagel (laughs) so we got a lot to talk about tonight and i've been excited about (laughs) this this night too so let's get to what we did today bagel you did something today or this weekend
3: uh, yeah, well, I, g- I finally got my uh, Vespa GTS 300 back after about three months of not having it. Was this
0: the cannonball destroyed one?
3: No, no, the cannonball bike is still in my garage on the lift, haven't gotten to that <laughs> yet, but uh, this is my daily rider that uh, blew a head gasket at the end of November, and uh, had to friend it over to friends, he was going to work on it, and then he-, he got injured and had to recover from that, so thankfully he got it all back together, and it's running great, and uh, did 100 miles of rotational therapy today, and was very, very
0: good. <laughs> nice. And then you have a, a motor here to start working on.
3: I do. I have the uh, the original motor from my Bajaj scooter here, Bajaj. Which, which I need to replace the rear axle on. Uh, the spline sheared off when the hub g- came loose. And uh, so i got to take the whole engine apart to replace the axle and get that back together and then slap it back in the bike and get it ready to sell.
0: So what's your running to non-running count now?
3: Right now the running to non running is three to seven. <laughs> Whoa. That's Whoa. Moving wow. on up. That's May the odds, <laughs> made the odds the not in your favor. Ouch. Oh. Yep, it's, it's getting better. <laughs> getting
0: I think better. I am four running to seven. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're a little better than me.
4: Uh-huh. Seven not running. I'm five yep. or six, I think. Five
1: or six right now.
0: Can
4: we, before we go on, can I'm we like say that now. some somebody just patchouli bombed
1: this shit on Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's taking we gotta, all my willpower to remain seated here and not go outside. Yeah, somebody it, came in and. Patchouli bomb this place.
0: I don't know if this was a prank or it just happened, but yes. Somebody patchouli bombed the garage, which This has well, to be a prank. I it, mean it
3: can't be this strong and linked yeah. for I mean if you want, there's a can of W D forty we can kinda of try and cover it up. Put
0: a little bit on our wrists and yeah.
3: necks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, spray it around the door frame, yeah, we'll you know, spray spray hopefully some cleaner up your neck.
0: I don't know. I feel kinda of violated. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, dude. I
3: I, I hate many smells
1: but this one takes the cake on smells that just (laughs) feels like you got to get out of it i don't know
0: i feel a little bad that eva hasn't been here for like a year and she came by to visit and i immediately (laughs) accused her (laughs) are you worried julie
1: it's like someone squeezed and popped a hippie in here (laughs) 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 we had a hippie explosion if
3: if all else fails we can fumigate the garage with some exhaust and hopefully that'll take care of it
0: so um uh jake and and adrian and i worked on the faded yeah. uh XL 175 yeah. again that still had has no spark and we've been t- we literally took the headlight off and took the we started stripping down the entire wiring harness and then of course jim here shows up <laughs> <laughs> and kind of in a matter of about 30 seconds with his fan dancey 800 dollar whatever multimeter narrows it down to a a washer that a, a insulating washer that we put on in the wrong order to something and
5: miswired point assembly so it's solved mm-hmm. it has spark yeah. it has spark sweet. Sweet. <laughs> sweet
0: now we have it's going to take a couple of days to put it back together <laughs> yeah, yeah. all this stuff we stripped apart you
1: need to come by more often. Yeah. No no going no more going like three months without coming here.
5: I'm learning to bring my meter with me.
0: (laughs) But I appreciate that because the whole point is that we all kind of persevere and and learn about the system and that is the perfect bike for just tearing apart to learn how things work. Yes. 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 So I'm I'm glad that will be running soon. And then uh, Josh what'd you do today? Or
6: Um well I just pumped up my tire and
0: uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) and uh
6: (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I sort of, like, redid the front axle because I didn't quite do it in the right sequence, so...
0: This is on your new bike?
6: Yeah, I just got a new um, 2007 KTM 690 Supermoto. Yep. Wow. And
0: you haven't, nice. you haven't crashed it
4: yet? Not, not yeah. yet. He was doing the uh uh on su- there pretty good, man. Yeah. Finally yeah. got it down, huh? Nah, I yeah. wouldn't say down, but... Well, no, you'll I mean, get there. We were, riding, we were riding down to Capitola, and we we're you know, just scooting around a little bit. And I saw Josh go. All right, I'm going to do it this time. He gets his, get his foot on the seat, and, go, and he hoists one, and he's like, "All right, you got to go in there."
6: Yeah, yeah. And he, then knocked up the cops. <laughs> <laughs> a,
4: a, a, I did, it, was, it was a weird story because I,
1: I landed one. Oh, this is so stupid. You ran a red light, and then dipped out, no, and I, left uh, us all there at the first red light.
4: Uh, <laughs> I don't think, think wait Way there to was, stop. There was, there was a lot of traffic. I, I I don't look, think I he didn't see me. I hoisted a wheelie across the intersection, and I landed one. The moment I landed, when I see highway patrol, I'm like, "Ah, oh, this is dumb." So, <laughs> yeah. so, of course, of course, like like an animal, like a like a scared animal, I they stop. I go, "Oh, he's probably gonna turn around, give me a ticket." And 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 the light was had just turned red, and it was clear. And i went "All right, fuck it. I'm just going." And, that was, that was so and then, like no looking back either. That the rest was of his so stop. So no so looking dumb. back.
0: Leave, leave no man behind us leave every man yeah, behind
4: every I have uh, friends that are rolling roadblocks for me so. every man for themselves it
1: was dumb it was totally stupid but yeah <laughs> and then I, I get home and I get a text like where'd you guys go <laughs> like, way to stop asshole like, <laughs> did you guys have a good
0: ride <laughs> and then Zach you worked today on the CB900C building a battery box
6: i i did yeah i worked on building the battery box
0: so you're learning have you worked with the stainless before yeah so you got cut out pieces of stainless to make a box Mm
6: -hmm.
0: are you going to weld it together
6: yeah right now um it's set up i'm trying to think about are
0: are you aware that we don't have the ability to weld stainless
1: no i wasn't aware of that (laughs) (laughs) you can you can use that welder for stainless yeah um, I, I, Steel and stainless will, will I, weld together. I did, yeah, I did
6: use that welder for stainless, and it worked. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm trying to th- that that battery fit is super tight, so I'm I'm trying to think of how do I build this thing so you can take the battery out and have it not be a gigantic pain in the ass.
0: How do you like those electric shears?
6: Uh, they were good. They did make the pieces kind of come out twisted you didn't use the jigsaw like i suggested i didn't because i couldn't find a good surface to clamp them to and craig was on that bench for like three or four hours so and i kind of needed to cut them right right then gotcha
0: so should
5: have taken it to alan's
6: you
0: guys need some portable
5: benches out here Yeah. yeah
2: Yeah.
0: so I wanted, we'll, we'll
2: storm at your place.
0: I wanted right. to share I got a very early start today because I told Craig to come on down at 10 a.m. because he needed to change out his fork seals on his I, I now learned it's a Gixxer 600 uh-huh. <sighs> I, hope, frank, he, I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast okay. so it could be bless his little heart Uh, Douglas and I learned you cannot leave him unmonitored for very long. Every time
1: I'd go and come back, he'd be like, I think I fucked it up.
0: (laughs) I also learned he would fight me on things where I'd tell him specifically to do something and then... He was like, I don't think we need to. For instance, we don't have a lift for his bike, so we use the method of using the jack stands, and you put one under one side of the engine case, you rock the bike over, stick another one on the other side, and then you keep rocking it back and forth, ratcheting it up one, one bump at a time. So he had already started disassembling everything and had the top triple tree and the handlebars off. And I said, so I need you to put the triple and the handlebars back on so we have leverage to grab. He goes, oh. I, uh, I think I don't think we need. I think we can just grab the forks. Can you
5: had the hmm. top tree off to hmm. pull the forks out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because uh, it's got a weird. That was mistake set up. number
5: yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. So
0: it's like, uh, no, go ahead and put on. No, I think we'll be okay. It's like, wow. okay, he's gonna fight me on this stuff. <laughs> then we finally, I in, kind of insisted. He put put them on, so we had something to grab. And then he realized how we are like holding the bike, and one person is like leaning over, pulling the bike up, and it takes all the leverage you can on the bar so he's yeah. like all right you're right and then then uh the other thing is we were having trouble getting his axle out and his axle on that jixxer has this very large diameter uh allen insert yeah. into like it's it. like a
1: 24 millimeter uh, allen yeah. it's huge yeah. it's of which we huge. have
0: no tool to fit and he's on the internet looking for how and looking at videos of people taking these apart meanwhile i i come in the shop and i say take a look in the uh the bucket of bolts and see if you can find a nut or a a bolt that happens to fit that. But he was so just like wrapped in his head of failure and doom and gloom and this is not working. He wasn't hearing anything I was saying. So I just reached down in, pulled out a couple nuts, went out there, found the one that fit, fitted it to an old axle, built the tool in front of him. He's still unawares.
1: (laughs) We welded that we welded the nuts to that axle and then it fit fit
0: well. And and he's like over the bike scratching his head and he's like ready to give up and I just walk up with this tool that I said, you know, I just told you how to do this, but you're not you weren't hearing anything I said. Fit it in and that eventually worked and mm. he's like, Okay, I'll start listening now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, he was just kind of jumping ahead in a stuff, and yeah. I I hear him. He's trying to take the forks apart. and I heard him like banging on something with a hammer, and I come running. Oh, uh, you know what? Stop, stop! You should not be banging at this point.
4: What happened was, is the uh, the assembly bolt that holds the damper rod on yeah. the bottom. That thing was kind of stuck. I took it in there and I tapped it in there to get it nice and seated, and broke it loose for him because he was using the uh, the impact gun and it wasn't working, and it just wasn't enough torque. And I right, took, well, that was a breaker after, bar. But that, that was after we
0: had oh, to after? make a tool to fit oh, in this there is, okay. and do all that. Yeah. Of which he was pounding and trying to get the whole innards of the forks out, not knowing there's a bolt underneath.
4: Yeah. And he yeah, was yeah. like
0: banging, and I was just like, "Okay, just stop! Don't like there should be no banging."
4: He was not getting yet. very
0: frustrated, and that's my opportunity to be a little yeah. bit crueler. Of which <laughs> I, I seized those Good moments. Excuse in front of his girlfriend that was nice and uh, <laughs> 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 well, I, he was getting oh, he's God. getting horribly frustrated oh, yeah. with things and she's like honey do you need some food you don't think very well when, when you're hungry and I turned to her and I said does he think any better when he's full
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, and he no, not really. No, like, so no. get back to work.
2: Yeah.
4: That's, uh, that's, that's a good, the, good uh, girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right girlfriend. in front of his hot girlfriend,
2: man. That's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but he got it done. Yeah,
2: it was yeah, there, yeah. and
0: it was a lesson in finding the right tool. He was just—he was that guy who, um, when he was trying to get that that bolt out of the bottom of the forks, that first he was using just a regular Allen wrench and and vice grip, and he's that type of guy who will just keep trying the same thing over and over even though the allen was stripping and starting to pop out and he just kept trying over and over and i stop if you have to put that much effort into something stop find another tool find another way move on it should never be that hard because he was then we got the t allen wrench and he was like turning red in the face trying to Mm -hmm. with just a t wrench (laughs) twist it i'm like okay stop again we finally took an old l wrench cut it off
4: Yep, I had a Fitted it yep. to
0: an 8-millimeter socket yeah. so you could put a wrench on there. We just fabricated tools yeah, for him yeah. all day. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> that was his lesson learned, is it shouldn't be that hard. And yeah. if it is that difficult, stop and figure out another way to make a tool if you don't have that. I,
4: the I mean, the same exact tool to uh, to service by FRI forks, because those little L wrenches just aren't
1: going to do it.
0: Yeah. Um, there was also uh, some coin sliding going on today. Dude, I didn't
1: get. I wore an extra long sleeve. Adrian,
0: uh, long shape, Adrian, sure. ninja coin slotted. Uh, Matt, Adrian <laughs> oh. snuck up. So, <laughs> so Darren, coin sliding. Somebody's leaning Stop. over. I
7: think I dropped the penny. Figured in. that out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and and uh, so Adrian runs, goes over to Matt, sneaks up, drops it in. <laughs> and Matt's unaware. I yell, "Coin slot <laughs> And Matt turns me. What? I said, "I love my taco." And he went back to work. And uh, apparently, he still has a penny in his toilet from the last time he got coin slotted in his toilet. (laughs) The wishing well. (laughs) Yes. Exactly.
3: He'll find it when he takes a shower tomorrow. Yeah.
0: And then there was uh, another little prank. Um, I tried to bring something new to the game, and I found this baby little cowbell. That
2: <laughs>
0: um, a donut showed up and he was the first one to leave his bike unattended. Zach, it was you were the intended all day, but you didn't leave, mm. just so you know. Okay. You get a stay of execution a day. So he left, and we get up. Up, up in underneath the seat Attached to the top of the shock And we zip tied a cowbell up there And <laughs> Eventually he got his bike up on a mm-hmm. stand And we were rocking it back and forth To make sure it's stable And it goes kong, kong. <laughs> yeah. and he's like, what, what was that? I went, dude, that does not sound good There's something <laughs> <amazing, laughs> with
6: bike he, he was just kind of like
0: "Yeah." He had a couple seconds of sweating yeah, yeah. <laughs> The thing is and and Darren you heard this when he rode away his bike was making a hell of a rattle and that was from nothing we put on I'm thinking even if we left the cowbell and he wouldn't have known there's something going on with that Mm, bike
6: Yeah, Hmm. it's
0: making a racket
6: funny funny thing is that we went and got got lunch together and he was like man I don't know put this cowbell on it's really freaking me out you weren't in on that were you and I was like no I was the one that put that on there
0: (laughs) 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 anyone else got anything they want to cover they did today Doug
1: uh, just miscellaneous painting and a couple mm-hmm. bikes, and getting a bike ready to sell. And
0: oh, yeah. Yeah. Can we just say real quickly about those details? of The guy who came to look at your bike for sale. Sure. To sell? So Go ahead. Douglas has on Craigslist a CB four hundred T. What do you have it listed as? A cafe? Or? It's a. I
1: don't know. It's not a cafe. It's just a custom.
0: CB four hundred T hacked cu- up. Custom weekend cruiser thing, bobbed cafe thingy, McClellans, yeah. and this large man, larger than me. He's like six
1: up. three, not fat, but just big. You know,
0: large man. And to look at the bike, and he brought a buddy with him. <laughs> you know, you know who, the buddy who rides. <laughs> and I could see his buddy walked over and said that's it and he like rolled his eyes and looked away and I was like oh, <laughs> he,
2: wanted, he wanted something
1: for around town but also to like tour on I'm like did you not see the photos that you replied to this <laughs> yeah. like, wow. like, it's it's a 400 <laughs> yeah. not even from close. 1981 tour Westcliff if you want you to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got on the thing and, and the handlebars were hitting his knees <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> he could even He's like, like turn the thing around and a football thing. thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty
1: much so uh, it was. Eh, I could tell he, he liked the way it looked, um, even though he didn't admit it. But uh, yeah. I, I could. I was. I probably wasn't gonna sell it to him anyway. I, yeah. I don't know. Didn't it, seem it's right gonna out. take the right person to like you know want to do upkeep and just take it out and appreciate it for the dumpy piece of cool looking shit it is.
0: <laughs> Hipster, you mean.
1: Don't you dare. <laughs> I'm not the one with patchouli fucking in my garage. Right? <laughs> He's so angry. His
4: face got so visibly angry. <laughs> he said patchouli. All
1: right,
0: anyone? That, that bike
4: has I been around s-
1: since before, hipsters. All right.
0: What'd you do, Not?
4: I helped Craig with his forks, and I wired a kill switch to Mason's bike and helped him start out his lights. And that's it.
0: Mason has a pull chain light switch coolest, on his bike it's the coolest thing ever
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like kling, it's kling, a, kling, kling. Like a lamp yeah I'll, like a no, table no, lamp I'll go a ahead and claim responsibility <laughs> for that last
0: Yeah, and this is the recycle lamp we use yeah, whatever yeah. we can
3: I hope he's not planning on riding it in the rain <laughs> yeah right uh, <laughs> uh, doesn't have a choice yeah.
0: no uh, it, it's
6: re- it looks relatively waterproof mm, relatively mm, so put a plastic bag
4: over it or something I didn't know about yeah. that
0: hey who wants to play a game
4: oh no you want to play a game
0: Everyone's looking around. Who am I looking at? Josh, Who's looking a victim now? Uh,
6: Let's play a
0: game of how well do you know your bike? Uh, Bagel oh edition. Ooh, well,
4: gotcha, well, bitch! Wait,
0: wait,
3: you can't answer. You put bike here.
0: Yes. Uh, that's a typo. We're giving that's
3: it. a typo. <laughs> Scooters <laughs> have two wheels. They are by definition bicycles. Bicycle.
0: <laughs> you seem pretty knowledgeable about your scooters
3: i know a thing or two
0: well let's see how you do
1: all right all as, right as you we got all, bagel know, versus the peanut gallery
0: bagel versus the peanut i'll gallery. keep
3: score all right
0: there's a couple gimme's in here so okay. so what does vespa mean in italian
3: it means wasp in italian that ding, ding, is ding, correct ding, ding, ding.
0: point to bagel who makes the vespa scooter piaggio Point ding, 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 to bagel ding, ding, ding. too. It's I didn't a, realize. was give Come on. Yep. Come on. Fact, it's a
1: cracker jack question. Yeah, right? yeah. Cover
0: some of the base. I didn't know Piaggio made Vespa. Those I thought Vespa was Vespa.
3: Intro. Yep. I thought
0: that was interesting. Of course, they, you they, don't know. So. They've
3: also made boats and trains and planes. Okay, well. that so, means he's gonna get this
4: whole thing right.
2: He just, just well, knows right now.
0: What year was Piaggio founded?
3: They were founded.
7: I didn't know they were missing. I (laughs) 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 want to say
3: somewhere around 1896, (laughs) thereabouts.
0: All right, I'm going to give somebody in the peanut gallery a chance to see if they get any closer. If that's the closest, I'll give it to you. Uh, Who wants to take a shot?
3: 1890.
0: 1850. One dollar. And what did you say? 1896. Mm,
3: 1884.
0: I'd say point to the peanut gallery. Uh, Ding, ding, ding. Wow. All right. Okay, so...
3: All right, sorry, me, my involvement doesn't go back with them that quite that far. <laughs> this is a multiple
0: choice question. All right. So what products did they originally manufacture? A, cast iron pots and pans. B, aircraft and engines. C, bicycles and baby carriages. Or D, locomotives and real cars.
3: D, locomotives and real cars.
0: That is Correct.
3: Well,
4: wow, they had a locomotive rail car called a wasp. No, no, that was, no, 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 no. That <laughs> was Piaggio. Piaggio. We're still on
0: Piaggio. Okay, Piaggio The didn't, okay, yeah, okay. didn't come around <laughs> until 1946. Another <laughs> right. okay, okay, point you go. to bagel. Another point to bagel. <laughs> oh. So, in 1946... Enrico Piaggio, the son of Piaggio's founder, Ronaldo Piaggio, <laughs> mm-hmm. decided to address Italy's urgent need for a modern and affordable mode of transportation. Yes, they did. He set out to build a vehicle that could, and you will need to complete this sentence. Okay. Be easy to drive for both men and women, be able to carry a passenger, and...
3: Ooh. And Man, this was kind
0: of his goal, his mission
3: have an enclosed <laughs> motor that was not exposed
0: I'm going to say no Hina <laughs> Goway, anyone who, want to take a shot at this?
3: Get you laid <laughs> <laughs> the,
4: I, don't, sorry, I don't think that the was their most need <laughs> Italy. I mean it's so, Italian engineering, <laughs> of course it's <laughs> going like, to get you laid Is it I that, know, that, I mean, that'd be right in the mission um, yeah.
0: so he set, he set out to build a vehicle that could be easy to drive for both men and women, be able to carry a passenger, and... Be affordable. That's a good guess, too. The answer is not get the driver's clothes dirty.
3: Oh, I was going to mention something about the leg shield, but... Get you laid, basically. I was going to mention yeah, something. That right. that. Indirectly. So yeah, right. so how clean my legs
4: are, baby?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you show up. Isn't that way you show you're like, up in like your... Arm? My skirt? Yeah. My scooter
3: skirt? <laughs> right. You show up in your Armani, and it's not all covered in mud. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: So, from 1957 to 1961, is this in your wheelhouse? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, Piaggio sold the Vespa 400, which is a rear-engine microcar. Indeed. Name <laughs> the two models available.
3: Oh, geez. I've seen maybe one of these in my entire life. <laughs> and they were I think they were all made in France. Um I'm going to guess the 400 and the 400 L. Okay, no. Okay.
0: And um, Pina gallery, say Italian words. You might have a shot.
3: The Ape. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> nope.
0: Anyone the else? The
4: Buongiorno. Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> Benito.
0: <laughs> no. Okay, so the answer is the Lusso and the Turismo. Ah, uh, turismo. okay.
3: Turismo. Uh, what does that translate to? Well Lusso would be light and uh, the Turismo would be a Touring. Right.
0: Okay, so the design of the Vespa dates back to pre-World War II. What was the inspiration for the design?
3: Besides a wasp, you mean?
0: No, it was after they designed it that he said, hey, that looks like a wasp. (laughs) <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> true,
2: true.
3: okay. <laughs> hey, hey, hey with his hands. He <laughs> used his hands <laughs> like a wasp. Yeah. What was oh, the original translation? Yeah, they hired they hired a designer, uh-huh.
0: and they had a inspiration of mine They showed him <laughs> to, des- to 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 design it. <laughs> Stupid.
3: I'm trying to think of what you're trying to get at exactly. Um, now they call the original prototype the Le Paparino, which is the the Donald Duck. Um, (laughs) That's not what you're getting at, is it? No.
0: The original one did come out looking like a duck duck bill fender.
3: Somewhat, yeah. But... Um, The original inspiration... uh, Hmm. I'm
6: at a loss.
0: Peanut Gallery.
6: Does it look like the front of a locomotive or something?
0: Um, I'm actually going to give the Peanut Gallery a little advantage here. It was another type of motorcycle or scooter A Ducati mm.
2: no. no hmm
0: and it was actually all right. It was brought over guess? for I think the World War by Americans so and left yet. there. It I was, was, I used was Used was, to navigate okay. around mines. Uh-huh. No, I know such. What you
3: get. It was it was the the parachute scooter that the American paratroopers brought with them when they landed to invade.
0: It was the Cushman, Cushman. scooter. Cushman, Cushman. Oh, made oh, in Nebraska, oh, wow. USA. Right. <laughs> the Cushman's that were brought over for the war and left there. So that right. was what they modeled it after. Mm. All right, I'd say know, wear there, that. no. Not aware of that. Point. That's pretty cool. All right. In 1950, Piaggio built a one-off bike to break world records. What was this model called?
3: I believe you're talking about the Segiorni? No. No. Hmm.
0: And it was actually named after the... It was the city or the name of the race. It was, but it was one-off. They wanted to oh. Im- impress. And actually, this bike broke 17 records in 10 hours wow what was it called baby oh
3: god I, I, I i'm sure i've heard of it before
0: um i'd say time uh, yeah. just for giggles and us not try and pronounce it
2: uh,
4: it is the monthly what, <laughs> what? <laughs> monthly
0: Montlhery Sounds
7: Montlehary. good to me Mon, uh, Montlhery. 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 Okay. Yeah all right. I think it's Montcalieri. Is that right?
0: M-O-N-T-L-H-E-R-Y
7: Yeah I have no idea
0: <laughs> Yeah I don't know either They
3: probably don't They probably just say Montlhery.
0: But it's pretty cool That they set out mm. To smash records And boy, How did they Alright yeah.
3: <laughs> They also built A number of streamliners In the 50s too
0: So You also Own Another brand
3: I do uh, Several.
0: A Bajaj. Mm-hmm. Bajaj. 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 So the Bajaj Group was founded in 1926. Hmm. This is the Bajaj Group before Bajaj Auto. Right. So, um, <coughs> which one of the following in industries were they not involved with? Okay. The Bajaj Group. A, insurance. B, automobiles, C, waste management,
7: Hmm. or
0: D, home appliances. 1926 India. Which Uh one of these were they not involved with?
3: Now, this is throughout the course of their history or just in the beginning? In the beginning. In the beginning. 1926.
0: In the beginning. All right.
3: So the choices were insurance,
0: automobiles, Uh waste management, Home appliances, because they were an investment group. They had their hands mm-hmm. all over the place.
3: Hmm. I'm going to guess waste management. Mm.
0: Did you, Darren? Did you make a noise?
7: Yeah, I did.
0: Why, why? Why'd you make a noise? I think
7: it's automobiles.
0: No, it's actually waste management. Ah,
7: ah cool. cool. Just seemed too abstract and not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, it was waste <laughs> management. Yeah, home appliances, insurance. Yeah. It, the the they had their, uh, the Bajaj Auto Group, which then started making right. scooters, which became their most successful. You want to you know how I guess that one? <clears throat> How's that?
3: Because in 1926, I don't think anybody was cared about what they did with their waste. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They just burned it. Right. <laughs> exactly. They yeah. just dump it in the ocean. Yeah. Okay,
0: so Bajaj Autos is ranked third in the world in motorcycle manufacturing. Mm-hmm. What are they ranked first at?
3: in, in the, the world this year sure hmm.
0: i think i was looking at like 2013 numbers but sure in the world mm-hmm. they're ranked first bajaj auto in, okay. in the world in
3: the world in terms of manufacturing numbers of something
0: what is it
3: i'm going to guess engines engines
0: peanut gallery do you want to take a shot uh
3: waste management
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Political
2: drama. <laughs> yeah. Italian. Mm.
4: Uh, plastic Stove grills.
2: Yeah, sewer, I'm grates. I'm sewer
1: grates. Sewer
0: <laughs> <laughs> grates. Three wheel uh, autos. Uh, so, uh, number should one. Should have in known the world. that. Which, by the way, I forgot to mention. I, we all, a bunch of us, got to ride in a three-wheel. That was the next today. subject.
1: Did. You're skipping ahead. Here. Really?
0: Yeah, 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 we'll get to that. It's too exciting. Only one more question. What is the score? It's four, four to, one. to one. All right, so we'll make this worth ten points.
5: It's level the playing field. Okay.
0: What years did Bajaj sell the Vespa 150? A lot of people may not realize that Bajaj was mm-hmm. the Vespa... Dealer, so yep. under the license of Piaggio, mm-hmm. what years could you buy an Indian Vespa?
3: I believe that they made Vespas for uh, for the Indian and Asian markets from about 1959 through that they were badged as Vespas through I think 1969 or so.
0: So you said, what did you say?
3: I think it was 1959 through 69.
0: Does anybody else want to take a guess? <coughs> uh,
3: yeah, 58 58 to to 70.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
4: I'm going to go with waste management. <laughs> 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 this is a safe bet, man. uh,
0: How many years total? How, did, many, years how total? many years total? How uh, many
4: years total? I'd say 12. Peanut Get Out says 13. <laughs> 12 and a half.
0: Ooh, wait. Josh said 10.
6: Oh, that counts, because then we 1961 win. to
0: 1971, 10 <laughs> years. Uh, uh, let's say yo, you get five points instead of the 10.
3: Still wins, though. That yep.
0: makes the score. Perfect. <gasps> Bagel. Hey, wait a minute. You
3: can't, can't change point totals at the last second.
0: It's my game. We, we
3: gave him less. Have you, have you bitten in this
0: garage? I got, I got
6: robbed, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're all winners here. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, just, just fixed. Losers fixed. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: losers Game's rigged.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, I think you did pretty well. You I'll did know it. some of that stuff. Yeah, you stuff. knew the trains and rail cars. I thought yep. that was really pretty cool. Yeah. So um,
1: I get to ride in a slingshot today.
0: Yeah, we rode in a cool. Polaris slingshot. Really? Our it weighs like
1: eighteen hundred pounds, and it's got. Uh, he said it was about <laughs> two thirty or two two twenty
5: horsepower.
7: Really? Wow! Yikes! Uh, two twenty horsepower.
1: <laughs> yeah. So power to weight ratio is really up there, and like super low center of gravity. Uh, we just went around town like just a quick loop we didn't really get on it at all so i didn't really get to see what it was what it was capable of but it was it was pretty cool yeah. one thing i did not like about it was that the you're required to wear a, a helmet in it in california because it's technically a, a motorcycle yeah uh, you're required to wear a full face helmet and um the headrest was right there mm-hmm. behind your head and when you put right. the helmet on it was pushing your head forward so it felt mm. kind of uncomfortable mm-hmm. like i felt i was in a like a curled up position mm. um <laughs>
0: The thing I thought was weird is the seatbelt goes from, when you're in the passenger seat, it goes from the middle down to the lower right. So Mm -hmm. it's the opposite. Right, Mm -hmm. right. Right. And it doesn't have doors. It's actually a cutaway to step in.
1: It's a hard plastic or soft plastic all over the inside. So it's basically meant to get rained on and just like... But it has full Bluetooth and, like and
0: everything.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. So we go down the street where there's a left turn, and he basically does like a sharp ninety degree turn. He he just he just plays chicken with the the, the curb just to show me, and then at the last minute just. Wow. And because the seatbelt comes across mm. the opposite direction, and I have no, I have a cutaway in front of me. You have the
1: oh shit handle right in your. You have right an right
0: oh shit handle, and I'm like, wah! <laughs> like it feels like you could fly out
3: yeah i bet
0: i mean it is a bucket seat so you are in there but it was a little like raw mm-hmm. but it was it was pretty cool but um adam last week mentioned that that was one of his up the butt bikes and we'll let it qualify
2: <laughs>
0: but it's a fun toy it's cool and uh he said they go for about 20 grand but he got all of the all the farkles of course did.
1: what what, bike, clams, what really? bike? did he give up before this because he, he always has the latest and greatest, and then mods the hell he out of it. He still has the
0: uh, the, uh, the BMW, the R1000, the 1000S, is that uh, what it is? Yeah, S1000R. S- 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 S1000R. S- oh, you
4: got a super R- bike. R- okay.
0: Yeah, and he has a Mini Cooper and a BMW convertible.
1: Nice. He's got a little bit of change. Yep. Yeah.
0: So a slingshot was just fun for him. I thought but it
1: was cool. It seemed like it, it could have made it lighter. It seemed like it had a lot of unnecessary body work on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was interesting so let's get to our guest darren who's yeah
1: here. why do i got this well
0: cool I will looking tell photo you,
1: of a gs in front
0: darren of me. i have been <laughs> i have to tell the story i've been hunting darren down for a while now because i saw him uh speak to a small group of us years ago telling his story um his history of design he used to design motorcycles and um i've been trying to track him down and a couple of weeks ago i was in a restaurant and this gentleman next to me it's like excuse me can you slide your chair please so i can get past you and he's in a wheelchair <laughs> and it's like um wait a minute i know you
7: i know that
2: dude in a wheelchair
0: and you kind of got that bug eye like what i'm like i'm not letting you out <laughs> he said, you come on my podcast <laughs>
2: uh.
0: so i had to had to pull some some strings but i got him here so yeah. Darren, you, okay, so you've designed motorcycles. This is something that a lot of people don't even really think about, that there's somebody who, yeah. I, who does that. Um,
7: I think about that. <laughs> I think about you do that. now. <laughs> so, <laughs> you draw bikes on napkins. <laughs> That's where it starts. Yeah, it really so, um, one Usually of the, I think, one the, of the bikes that
0: I would say is your proudest achievement would be the, the BMW GS A.
7: Yeah, the first one. Yeah, and
0: you're the one who came up with it because you
7: yeah, buddy, and were an I, an adventure were, rider. Yeah, I, I'm. I you know if it's got knobbies, you got my attention basically. I've always <laughs> I grew up in the desert riding dirt bikes, so yeah. Um, and uh, I was a GS rider and uh, working for BMW and uh, working on some other projects, working on the cruiser and a second generation of the cruiser concept bike, a one up, you know r1200c and so uh,
0: wait a minute you have something to do with that bike uh
7: i I did parts (laughs) of that bike
0: there's a lot of questions about that bike
7: yeah and re of course and you got consider the timing and development of that bike and Mm bmw is looking at how huge that market was, and and what the, what the potential was for cracking that nut yeah. in North America for them. So that, basically,
0: they want to get a cruiser in the market, so they build something really weird looking. Is that the yeah, one? with and the,
7: you yeah, use the, the ch- boxer engine, and yeah. you take the telelever, and what does that mean? How you know? I understand why they thought that might be a good idea, um, but. You know, it's yeah. like I don't know. It's is, like is that the re- one rewriting the, the uh, Bible or something? Is, oh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is that the one with like with a nine hundred dollar uh, rear tail light that was like kind of expensive to replace?
7: Pro- Pro- uh, like, yeah, I'm sure In that it, it turn signals were the indicators were nine hundred bucks. Yeah. I don't know, but oh.
0: yeah. it basically had reclined ape hangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you, it's oh. such a far stretch. Yeah, yeah, back to the seat. Yeah. So they had these ape hangers. No, I know people who ride them, and you know, technology-wise, I know it's a great bike. Design-wise, it was just something that we're not used to. It's like whoa. And traditionally, cruisers are, haven't really changed a ton.
7: No, no, uh, you know that. It, what's interesting about that, at least from a from my perspective, and I think a designer's perspective, and what what's beautiful about cruisers is they're they're you know raw, and they're they're kind of not so pretty to be totally honest and they (laughs) require and need i mean for in my opinion to become interesting requires a lot of custom work right that you got to personalize them and and you you breathe life into those as an owner as a tinkerer and and that potential doesn't really exist with that bmw Mm 1200c that cruiser right Mm, yeah so i mean you could buy a lot of aftermarket stuff and strap it on but it's um you know, they were taking the boxer engine, they were taking the pe- paralever suspension, the telelever, and and trying to make a cruiser out of it, and it was it was a kind That'd of force fit challenge. a little bit and, I jumped and, ahead of, and it clearly was not successful right yeah. so
0: well yeah. i see them occasionally i
7: mean they're yeah they're, so yeah. i i jumped yeah but they're they, they're not yeah they, how why would you put that the, over a gs yeah, yeah how agree. long yeah. ago did you did they stop production on that I, i'm not even sure but yeah but james bond drove one
2: yeah. i know <laughs> <laughs> i got a, I got
7: a question um
1: what makes a beamer a beamer and how does that translate from cars to bikes? Same company, mm-hmm. they both have like the same kind of style of manufacturing, yeah. from what I can notice.
0: And like, they're design all designed cars, in too. the same building, same, same
7: building, building work... so same yeah. people, same, yeah. uh, okay. Well, not the same people. Um, so, but you know what's really great? There's really only Honda and BMW that have this where they're producing cars and motorcycles, right? right. At, at least. Within the same, you know, not Suzuki anymore. Within the that con, right? <laughs> um, and so you kind of benefit as a, a motorcycle, you know, component because mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of money in the cars that can fuel it. So um, and keep things burning. But then sometimes you kind of have to leverage parts from automotive that that it, you know starters and things like that, where they're bigger and harder to package but anyway it has it has more to do with uh, part costs and things like that but okay. the teams are completely different right the design team is different the engineering team is different but hey you get a wind tunnel like to the play same with spirit and, <laughs> and, like
1: yeah. that I see <clears throat> the same I don't know kind of style and, and spirit of Aesthetic, that Yeah, you just know yeah. it's made by the same people. So yeah, I'm that's wondering true. How, like, how they true they get that to do that?
7: So the the design team. Let's see. Back then, so I worked from BMW or for BMW from ninety four to through the end of two thousand through two thousand one, and um, you know it's a pretty small team there i was in a small studio in california there's only five of us yeah uh back in munich then there were i don't know 30 designers or something wow. like that okay. mm. and you know a lot of guys quite frankly you're designing door handles and wheels and stuff like that and don't do much more than that but um there is a dna that runs through and everyone just kind of lives in the same stew so whether you're a bike designer or a car designer a lot of those um uh that strand of dna you're you're kind of living in that BMW does a really good job with like uh, living their brand so when you walk in their buildings their development center you feel like you're inside of a BMW they do that really well so you kind of it comes out of you eventually so
0: let's get back to the so the 1150 GS Uh adventure can you uh, tell us what 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 do you start with so, I mean, you brought to the yeah. table, let's do an adventure version. So the GS already existed.
7: Yeah, we were working on, had just started a the next generation GS, right? So it was mm-hmm. a brand new boxer engine everything was was ground up on that thing and we're looking at the current gs and it's been out there really popular bike obviously it's a great bike uh but a little long in the tooth Mm -hmm. and it was about four years probably before this this next generation would hit the streets so uh we're thinking about what we could do myself and and a buddy edgar heinrich who actually is who runs bmw motorcycles now at least design Mm -hmm. um who did a did a stint at bajaj interestingly okay. enough oh, cool. yeah and hmm. came back to to head up bmw uh motorcycles but you know he uh, edgar likes to ride off road too and we do a bunch of trial stuff together and cool and, and mm. so the, and at the time um i can't remember what year that was probably uh, 99 98 99 but you know we were really hot in perry dakar and bmw is still invested in perry dakar i think we had five riders that year right. uh ktm uh was really trying to make a mark i think they put 300 bikes 300 factory riders in that Ooh. race wow. Wow. um bmw by the way came in first second and third yeah. <laughs> and then the and fifth and the fifth was andrea meyer a woman
2: Mm. Wow. By the way,
7: huh. and then uh, and then I can't remember what the other stats were. Anyway, still did really really well. So we were all juiced up on on rally at the time, and, and I'm just a guy who likes to uh, get on a bike and stay on a bike, or always have, and so I love that globe trotting trips through Baja stuff like that. So. In uh, a week to a month at a time on a bike is my, when I'm happiest, right? So, looking so at the GS, and we're like, okay, what could we do with this bike? And I, I always had this fantasy of like, what is a two wheeled Land Rover? like defender right Mm, right. just a really kind of brutal aesthetic to be honest wasn't about being pretty but what is a functional bike that you could theoretically buy off the showroom floor and take off for two three months two three years if you wanted to nothing like that existed so i just started uh doing some sketches in my own time while i'm working on these other projects um It was pretty interesting we started showing those sketches around and and people got really excited and next thing you know we're it turned into a production bike so that for me that was the coolest thing about that project not that it's the greatest bike in the world or anything but it 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 started that whole adventure line Mm -hmm. for bmw it was the first one Hmm. and it wasn't it didn't come from some marketing document it wasn't you know yeah. Market analysis or stats or anything. It was two guys who love yeah. to ride in the dirt and, uh, it, came and from bikers doing,
4: it came from bikers
7: doing biker shit. No shit. Yeah, yeah like, awesome dude. <laughs> Yeah, Bikers so, designing bikes for bikers yeah, totally, Basically. So yeah.
0: do you start with an existing bike and you yeah. start pulling parts off
7: in that case? Yeah, definitely So we're looking at the boxer engine and, and there were certain things I had to carry over that I wasn't really happy with because they're really Expensive was it right though the, the beak yeah, the schnobble, it's <laughs> called. Yeah, That, that thing that hangs, that bizarre thing that hangs over yeah. the front wheel, you're like, what the hell is that for? Extra it bizarre. actually is functional. It creates a lot of downforce over the front wheel, and it draws mm. air into the oil cooler there, mm. so wow. uh, it, it, it's actually there for a reason, but then, you know, so it kind of got shortened uh, over the years, but... Um, uh, but, yeah, it's still there because it's kind of iconic for the GS. Okay. Well, all
4: these bikes have them now. All the all adventure the bikes from yeah.
7: Triumph and all those bikes, yeah. they have the schnabel. Yeah, so yeah they cool. got the schnabel. You yeah. got your schnabel? Yeah, yeah. the... Ask them how their schnabels doing next time you see somebody on seen. Hey, nice schnabel. Sorry, I couldn't help but notice your schnabel.
0: I remember seeing... <laughs>
7: <laughs> I see your schnobble's as big as mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing pictures of your process, and if yeah. I recall you're sketching while somebody's next to you with clay?
7: Yeah. Yeah, that's later huh. in the development. You know, it's funny, we were talking about the schnabel, but you asked what came first, and yeah. the first thing I was doing was, and we somebody mentioned napkin sketches, that shit's real. I yeah. mean, we draw all the time, designers draw all the time, I draw every day, it's a commitment I make to myself. It doesn't yeah. necessarily mean it's a vehicle or anything, but I draw every day, and, and uh, these really loose, kind of silhouette sketches Mm -hmm. were the first ones i did and the reason i did that was because i took the schnabel off the thing because i was fired up on the rally bikes right and and that that rally aesthetic is real you know a lot of windscreen Mm -hmm. wind protection right right? and Mm -hmm. and you got that blunt front end and and so i took the schnabel off that thing and it was a big political deal. So I did these sketches with a shorter one and the longer one and, and it was really about setting up the gesture. So if you imagine you know a bike backlit at night and and so you don't see any detail, you don't see any color but does it still capture an essence uh, that's BMW? Yeah, right. mm. and that's the it. goal. And you can accomplish that in a tiny little sketch, or when you right. do it all in black, you know. Like so it's like
4: it's like Batman, right? You see the Batman's outline, you know it's fucking right. Batman, right?
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank
7: <laughs> God or he'd <laughs> never <laughs> right. show up when they shine <laughs> right, the light. Exactly. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: yeah. cool, man.
7: So the first sketches are pretty crude and yeah. and funky. I mean, usually and and then in this case you know it was a carryover drivetrain and stuff and but we knew we wanted to do a couple things being two up wanted it to be a two-up bike but it was primarily like single rider we could get a passenger on the back in a pinch if you wanted to right Mm -hmm. but you kind of had to accommodate somebody on the back but Mm -hmm. the that production seat wasn't really dialed for. Long distance riding with a passenger
0: So that ties into something that I remember you saying That I've always been fascinated with One of the, I think, the Easter eggs on the bike If you all look at the picture of it There's that rear grab bar That uh, protrudes off the back of the seat Called the
7: handgriff.
0: The Hand grip
7: Or grip.
0: So that's designed for <laughs> that's, That would be designed well, literal, for two-up riding
7: Yeah But yeah. there's
0: something special with that
7: Yeah, and there's a lot of Uh like legal safety requirements so around it's not, that thing. a lot of people
0: don't realize this,
7: yeah, and so there's it it's really they're hard to work with, um, but you have to have it on there, and, um, and this, this is for the German requirements, I take it uh global because global. you kind of have you have to design for a global market, which mm-hmm. is really tough because you know guys like canada has their own set of rules and regulations this goes for cars and motorcycles and you have Mm -hmm. to work around this stuff so um given that every continent or sometimes country will have their own set of requirements it really confines you as a designer unfortunately but um but anyway on that thing on the hand grip you know the the thing about bmw um whether it be cars or motorcycles it's there is something about like these easter eggs or these little hidden surprises you know having a place for everything and everything in its place that is bmw but if you can hide a little cool secret thing that's discoverable once you have the product like in a car i don't know you own the car three months and you discover there's a flashlight buried in the glove box or something Mm -hmm. it's oh it's cool and you develop this relationship to the car and you can tell somebody hey did you know mm-hmm. fill in the blank well i don't think anyone ever found this easter egg yeah. on this one. <laughs> but but uh, um that that hand grip um actually a stupid little thing but it actually took a lot of development to design that thing to look good but if you there's two bolts underneath you just pull it out and flip it 180 and suddenly that your rear rack if you don't have a box on it becomes twice as big so you can get a ton of gear on the back of that thing um and use the grip as and it's got little um holes in it that you could thread straps but you can't
0: promote stuff. it because it needs to be a two-up bike yep. but that's a little yeah. I, I thought that was so fascinating yeah. that there's Designers mm-hmm. who are thinking of these things. Everybody
1: who owns one of these is running out to their garage right
0: now. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: <laughs> with the, with the, I've I've always rich. Flip I've always the grab bar the around. Yeah. It's,
0: it's made you to know, do that. Yeah.
5: As an owner of a non-adventure version of this bike you're talking about, when I look at that seat, you know, moving away from the two-piece to this one-piece is a huge statement. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't, you know, say enough about, about how... Yeah, just to what a huge statement that was to the entire BMW Boxer community when they said, "Look, here's a solo seat."
7: Uh, yeah. You know, well, hopefully wow. that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, but was, for me, you know, I'm yeah. a I'm a dirt biker for, as a kid, and so it's got a yeah. little bit of that, you know, right. MX flavor to it. Right, so. Right. Wow. so
0: what else did you change is the tank changed
7: yeah so the, actually the tanks kind of you, you know when you look at this and you say okay we're gonna take the GS and we're gonna make this globe trotter out of it in fact I wanted to call the bike Terremoto. I worked in yeah, Italy yeah. for four years and hmm. Terra, moto means earthquake in Italian, but mm. Terra means earth, right? And moto, I just thought it was cool, nice. but mm. the German marketing army d- didn't get it. And adventure tells the story. You call it an adventure. Everyone knows what the bike right. is, so right. it mm-hmm. probably makes more sense. Um, but so you're going through the list of things you wanted to do. You want hard boxes. You want, you know, like PIA lights on it. Or, or Well, I wanted PIA lights. Oh, yeah. I wanted tech boxes. I want all these things on it. Um, and, yeah, obviously you need more fuel on this thing. So we decided, okay, we're going to put four more liters in this tank. So I had to design a new tank. And um, not having, like, taken an existing tank and tried to design for volume, it was like, well, none of us knew. Like, how do you know when you it's four liters bigger because you do these things Mm. in sketches and then you're working with guys and who are sculpting clay and it's like is that four liters bigger i don't know (laughs) (laughs) Um, so what we We did is make one and measure it well we took the we took the clay because it comes in these like pipes these it's an oil-based clay that you do the modeling and the sculpting with and we just kept taking we took a, a big like vat of water and we displaced we put the mm-hmm. clay in until we displaced four liters worth and then we kind of had a visual kind of impression of <sighs> yeah, it and then we over. made sure yeah. we saved all the scraps and didn't so we knew I mean it was really okay. analog and low-tech but we actually Let's get got four m- liters.
4: my off. question cool. as a as a designer uh, what are what are the biggest design challenges that, that come up uh, typically when you're designing a motorcycle I mean I, I know it's a really really for vague a question but for
0: global organ cor- well, corporation all <laughs> well, I going mean, yeah, so they're more, be able to say no yeah, yeah.
7: they're more corporate issues and cost and honestly yeah. it's cost you yeah. know like mm-hmm. but here here's the beauty like on that bike and it was so under the wire the development like I just personally called Pia and since I had a BMW email address, I said, can you send me some lights? Because I know if I get your lights and I plug them on this bike, they'll get juiced up. And I called Tech and I said, can you send me some boxes? Yeah. I want yeah. Your boxes are bitching. I just want yeah. these things so on you, there. So you're and, basically laying the blueprint for those products. It's like, hey, nice.
4: I know these will work great. Let's put them on here. Maybe you see the uh, BMW owners buy them too.
2: Kind of yeah, thing, and then
7: then the bean counters come in and go. We, yeah. we can't afford to put those on. We need to right. develop our own. Blah blah blah. And, which we did. But yeah. um, you know, and and they weren't nearly as bulletproof or as cool as yeah. I thought. You know, because when you think of that, you know, the Land Rover Defender kind yes. of right. Jerry can aesthetic. That was sort of my image of what this mm-hmm. thing needed to be. It wasn't mm-hmm. about like the beauty comes through and how brutal right. it is. For right. Right. Function. And, yeah. And, and it's pure function and so that's so.
4: It, it was a uh, cost it's always typically cost typically you do something cool and they're like sorry dude nope we then that needs to yeah. be like and radar. it's
7: fractions of a cent that yeah. you're fighting for on this stuff you yeah know? Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and yet yeah. we anodize the rims. <laughs> yeah, <you know? laughs> uh, so there no goes logic. Coat. You no know, but it looks bitchin', so it does yeah. Look bitchin. yeah. So
0: I made comment earlier about how so you're you're sketching and there's literally somebody next to you with a a yeah. bike, like chassis or yeah, pr- and they're laying on clay, clay. and uh, the, the, I mean just the concept that you're sketching and then you're watching it happen in yeah. 3D you had, you had your own 3D printer basically the yeah but they're
7: humans you know <laughs> them? You yeah. and, and like uh, th- yeah the process has changed a lot over the years but um, with rapid prototyping and stuff but still with vehicles whether it be cars or motorcycles particularly when it comes to large surfaces uh, tanks, fenders, saw, uh, you know, windscreens there's no better way than to just get in there and sculpt it. And yeah. and that's what we do in the wind tunnel um and the wind tunnel oh, right. testing because we're in there with clay, honestly, we're using duct tape and board and things like that and we'll set things up uh and get it in the tunnel with smoke and then you study it and I mean as a designer you just kind of look at the the turbulence in the and somebody else actually makes sense of it from
2: right. from a mm-hmm.
7: uh, uh, wind resistance standpoint but um uh, but, you know, we were trying to minimize the buffeting, the head buffeting, and and minimize noise impact. And so the so, windscreen's bigger. Trying so to the, the winglets
5: more. were just a bunch of goofy designers sticking shut down there in a wind tunnel and said, let's try these pieces of paper over here. And hence came out the little tiny winglets that yeah, were below yeah, the screen. Yeah, a lot of that <laughs> you stuff know, right? is
7: accidental, right? It's totally
5: like, let's try this. Yeah, yeah,
7: yeah. And the beautiful thing at BMW where the wind tunnel is, the test track is right outside so (sighs) you can be i mean this is honestly the best days of my life (laughs) um like being in the tunnel and then going out on this track and riding because they have everything there they've got you know it's a test track for cars and bikes. Yeah. So, um, they do this crosswind test stuff where they have like these three jet turbine jet engines at the <laughs> side of the <laughs> track. Yeah. Wow. So you ride into this thing and get this cross it's uh, it's Blasted weird. By 100 so it's, uh, miles an hour wind. You, you yeah. You have the uh, yeah.
4: this cool luxury of, of like thinking of something, building it and actually getting to ride it like yeah. That that connection no. is there cuz a lot of people design it and then let other people test it. And and some other group do whatever, but you get to think of it, build it, and like mess with it. Well, yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Speaking
0: of that, there was another really cool inline motorcycle concept, concept yeah, that you designed.
7: Well, we were working on it, it things didn't go so well.
0: So, can you (laughs) just kind of describe would you call it streamlined? Yeah,
7: you know, concept vehicles you probably familiar with them like show cars and things like that and you'll see show bikes and stuff like that and the intent of those things oftentimes is to just put something out and it's a kind of a marketing machine draw attention to the brand whatever or sometimes it's to set the tone for next generation of look and feel for uh products that are coming out in this case i don't know where the idea came from it wasn't mine to be honest and but the Um, we've seen stuff like this before but it was a lane splitter so Mm -hmm. you think about LA traffic you take Mm. the fast lane in LA and you split split it down the middle so it's good for two wheel vehicles. You can't get a wide track in there. For example, that Polaris thing you guys were in today, right. you could not ride in it. Yeah. But if you um this was an enclosed concept, so one wheel up front, one wheel in back, very long wheelbase, which mm-hmm. is hairy. Hmm. Right. Um and enclosed uh, driver up front, and and the concept was sort of this chauffeur-driven enclosed two-wheeled motorcycle thing.
0: It's a fighter jet without the wings,
7: right? And it had <laughs> these like outrigger uh, wheels on the side, so it's kind of a diamond footprint for the for the wheelbase, mm-hmm. and uh, um, which is. It was and, co- and are
0: weird. you guys pulling parts off the shelf to kind of yeah. put this together?
7: Yeah, we were building it off a boxer engine, and um, and uh, and it was cool in concept, but always a little sketchy but um, uh, and the guy I think that came up with it was you know just a guy in the shop in R&D who was tinkering and someone saw this crude little model he built and it was interesting but they wanted a designer on it so you know my boss asked me to to drive it and do the interior exterior design for this thing and we had built a mule which is uh basically just the tubular frame with the drivetrain in it so you can you could test it and you do this through you know certain stages of development and we were out doing straight line testing with this thing and uh had a bad day brakes went out the thing flipped you i happened the, to the last riding. rider of the day i was the last rider <laughs> but nobody had slept it was one of those classic yeah. you know things so uh, unfortunate uh, event it wasn't high speed or anything it just wouldn't stop right <laughs> and so uh we had it locked upright it wasn't leaning yet we weren't at that stage and um we had uh, united technologies which is a huge technologies company um uh they do you know otis elevator sikorsky helicopter they're they're serious they Mm. do all the fly by wire stuff and we were Mm. working with them back in those days and uh they were doing the intelligence of the thing but we hadn't plugged that in yet this was still pretty crude um but anyway the thing at about 10 miles an hour just went over and (laughs) and we were all tired and forgot to put in uh kind of the netting on the side and i think instinctively i put my arm down and it went over on my arm and uh. mutilated my arm unfortunately so that put an end to that project uh yeah and i and nearly my career as a designer because my right arm is cooked basically but i learned to draw again with it so
0: so your your arm got fixed up sort of kinda yeah. It works. Yeah. You're able to operate a pick clutch? my
7: nose. I could pick my nose. Actually, no, you know, that was the thing. Like uh it was a long process of a lot of surgeries and, and stuff to put my arm back together. And um
0: we can rebuild him.
7: Yeah, it was literally <laughs> like that. Yeah, I could show you pretty quickly grizzly pictures but one of the things they they gave me because everything in the dorsal side of my forearm meaning the top of my forearm's gone all the muscles tendons everything's gone so i couldn't open my hand i can close my hand but i couldn't oh. open, open it hmm. so they made this um uh, custom like strap for my arm that had all these springs on the back of my hand that went to these right. little stirrups over my fingers oh, so wow. it would hold my hand open all the time and then i could close it and if i relaxed my hand my fingers would open up again and so they give you uh, steel tendons yeah they did Ex- cool. external steel That's tendons cool. it wow. looks so bitchin but what looked really bitchin was uh, when I cut that thing apart and shortened it and m- made it a motorcycle clutch,
0: he can build it better. <laughs> <That's
7: awesome. So laughs> I was riding with this thing because I didn't care if I could open a door, but I yeah. needed to get to that mm. clutch, right? Yeah. So it was
4: about the bikes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My so,
7: prosthetics, yeah. So,
0: that's how you were able to ride when you went down to Baja for your adventure.
7: Um. No, I think by that time, my arm was pretty well put together. I don't think I had that external okay. thing stuck on my arm anymore. But, yeah, that, that was only for about three months. But that was three months of riding time. I couldn't wait for those surgeries. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So in, in just a short short story you, you took a trip an adventure trip to Baja to go ride BMWs with some friends yeah this was
7: right after I, I designed that first uh, adventure and so the kind of design phase was done and now they're cutting tools and doing everything they had to do and the designers sort of out of the picture for the last year or mm-hmm. something because not much more we can contribute to that phase but so I I never wrote the production version just kind of pre Prototypes, but anyway, prior to it, just a couple months before it coming out, went down to Baja with some friends. We were going to Cabo. Rode from Santa Cruz here, and I got to Bahia San Ignacio. I don't know if you guys know where that is. About half, about 600 miles south of the border, and I just went down on a dirt road. Not an exciting accident, but the, the fishing me out of Baja was an exciting story. It took mm. about 24 hours to get to a hospital, wow. but I broke my back. That was it. So wow. I'm in a chair Ouch. now. Yeah. So it happens,
0: but but it doesn't stop you because no. you already had another job lined up.
7: I had just started at Indian Motorcycle, so I was a director of design for Indian. I had been there two weeks. It was one of those things where they said to you, "You want to start? Uh, we need you to start right now." I said, "I'm. A, can I start in a month? Because in two weeks I go to Baja," and they said, "Well." Come and start. We need you here two weeks. Take two weeks off. My two weeks off turned into eight months because it took a while to patch me up and Mm -hmm. get me back in the studio. But they were were, uh, cool with that they just helped right you know they said he's not dead he's just broken he's coming okay. back we're holding this spot you can still and draw with i it totally respect that and appreciate that so how yeah, did the design amazing.
4: aesthetics change for you i mean what was the challenge from there from being able to like i get to build my
7: dream dirt bike
4: now i'm doing cruisers was, well that, that was, was hard because that's just
7: not my kind of riding. i was never right. that guy so but as a designer that's that's your job right yeah. your job isn't only to design products that you you love but right. product you, you need to put yourself in someone else's shoes well sure. and,
0: and with bmw that's a, a name that's on top yeah this is indian that's making its comeback
7: yeah yeah it it a been down a year old startup basically right yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: and you've got something to prove you want a piece of well that
7: yeah market. it's funny the way it came up i was at intramont which is a big motorcycle show right. in munich and and uh i was working at bmw at the time and then i saw India they had a presence there they had a stand and i was just so moved as an american and having a a love and passion (laughs) for that brand you know you just can't not and uh and so i went up to him and just said man i'm so glad to see you guys out here good luck and Next thing you know, they're calling me, and I was wound up working for him. So I left like the cool. safety and security of BMW to roll the dice to go work with a, a like a biker gang in Gilroy. <laughs> yeah.
4: uh, so, that, uh, so that that
7: pushed your uh, I guess your design limits, or
4: your your uh, sometimes you know as a designer they give you a box you got to design within that box, and sometimes they'll give you
7: a triangle or something, well, yeah. and you get to do and, something different. And there, I'd, right? I'd like, like to
0: point out he started working from his hospital bed.
7: Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah thank god you know i had it, actually that was probably the biggest gift is that they said you know you're coming back we're waiting for you and because i felt obligated i didn't want to stop and it gave me something to focus on and not cool. feel sorry for myself right. but man i got shit to do i can't i can't just sit here so yeah i started recruiting i had just gotten that job i started recruiting designers from and, and from my hospital bed and Flew a guy in from Sweden, Ola Stenegard, who's now, like, yeah. you, you know Ola. Uh, if if mm. you know motorcycle yep. design, you know Ola. Uh, he was a student of mine when I was teaching at Art Center. Ola came out. We were tight. Um, hired him. By the time I got out of the hospital and rehab, we started at, in Gilroy together in that little that period of time when I wasn't there we got Chip Foose who's also a friend of mine who came in to do some bike work Chip knows bikes although we know him as a hot rod guy um, so thank God we ju- you know you just rely I didn't know on your Chip buddies. Was involved in
0: that? That's pretty cool.
7: Yeah, for a while, I and mean, he did really great work and kind of saved my ass by by. You're,
0: you're bringing in ringers, in. basically.
7: Well, you know it's nice to know you're, they're out there and yeah. and uh, but Ola came in and and we worked together and then uh, he was ready to make a move and went to BMW and he's working with Edgar now, so it's like one big happy family, right?
0: So you're taking Indian, which is a traditional. I mean, it has a look. Mm-hmm. How far out of the box can you go with something like this? They want it. They want everyone to know it's an Indian yeah. from the first, from the silhouette, as you said. Right, right. So, how much could you tweak or change?
7: Well, back then, it was really kind of. Uh it was kind of a parts bike right we're building with S motors and stuff mm, and try and right. and working on our own engines so we did uh luckily i got to design an engine while i was there with them but you know we're doing valve covers and stuff like that to kind of decorate you know existing engines and and stuff to to build a bike um uh because you know it, it takes years to go through the, a full development process for a new product or new platform mm-hmm. especially when you're talking about drivetrain development it's a lot of yeah. time and money um, so you know you're sculpting fenders and fuel tanks and things like that and designing pipes and you're design a lot of parts and seats and bags and windscreens and things like that but it's more of a puzzle Whereas, like if you're designing a ground-up bike uh, a place like bmw or honda or something else or even indian now right well, under polaris yeah. They, you know they got deep pockets with polaris and they can start and just say well what if it looked like this and change proportions and everything so it was a pretty tight a lot of constraints around so it. so
0: you're, you're you're you were head designer on that yeah so are you the one who's working with the budget i mean are you like
7: um yeah, back then uh were yeah, you that guy knew, then yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it was so uh fly by the seat of your pants back then i I don't think they even knew how much it cost to build a bike (laughs) um most of the most of the deals were handshake stuff out of the back of the shop and parts would come and go off of trucks and (laughs) a lot of weird (laughs) shit happened back in those
5: days (laughs) what were some of the more interesting stories or experiences you had that you noted when you moved from a company like bmw had like the system and all the support and then you jumped into (laughs) India?
7: so let me paint a picture for you so when you're at bmw and you work in design at bmw you are in this inner sanctum you are like in the underground lair (laughs) to get into the design studio if you worked for marketing or if you were a product manager and i was work if i was designing a bike that you were financially responsible for and you wanted to come to the studio to see it I have. You have to make an appointment. I meet you outside. (laughs) You are escorted in, and when uh, when you are escorted into the studio, everything is covered. Everything, every sketch, everything, but the product you're wow. there to see wow. is covered. Everyone stops working, crosses their arms, looks at you like they're pissed at you because they're <laughs> kind of hard because <laughs> they can't get anything done while you're there. Until you leave That's and cool. then you have your conversation, you leave, Everyone the, the covers come off, everyone gets back to work. So they fully That's respect like BMW. Yeah. They
4: fully respect the designer and development guys.
7: Well, Just... the, the, the reality for them is, it, you know, uh because development times are so long four years on a bike sometimes um that if anything got leaked the implications are huge right you know if you get spy photos or something it's a big deal um so contrast that to indian Indian, where you know it's it's it was very much like this shop it's like
2: <laughs> you know it's I just a, a bunch of
7: a bunch of people just trying to get it done yeah. and which i loved that you know that was yeah. a big draw for me because yeah. it was so raw and so like real free form, you and know? it was real bikers building bikes yes. for bikers it was it was the real deal no shit yes. but But at BMW, you know, very proper, it's corporate. Uh, You know, I uh, contrast that to Indian where I saw a guy um, with, you know, SS tattoos on his neck. Reached for a <laughs> knife and told the CEO he's gonna cut his fucking throat. <laughs> and, oh. and that, wow. that is a true story. Wow. Wow. You know, in the I, boardroom. I never saw fist fights in the shop in at BMW. I <laughs> uh, saw a lot of those. You stopped even wow. looking up. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it was there was a lot of stress back then too. Yeah. So I don't know. And and, and yeah, it was. <laughs> That's interesting cool. time. Yeah, sure stories. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So it was like, you know these two plant different planets. I, I took some adjustment for
0: that. How long were you at Indian?
7: three years. Yeah. And actually we were launching five new bikes. I'd redesigned that corporate identity or the logos. i yeah. done apparel. I was doing all kinds of stuff. I didn't Parts, even think of that. So all you're doing kinds
0: logos of stuff. and bikes. I mean it's.
7: Log- <laughs> logos, bikes, wow. t-shirts, pants, jackets, uh, oh. pipes. Um, you're the head motherfucker. Stickers. <laughs> <designing>, <laughs> yeah. Redesigning interiors for the new uh, dealerships. Redesigning the signs for dealerships. Wow. I mean this is like mm. soup to nuts. Everything. You're basically All marketing collateral. All kinds of Stuff. Corporate identity at that point. Yeah. You're you know imagining that. the whole deal. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, wow. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's the whole everything. You know, when you think about design, it's like the the emotional package that sure. when it when it relates to aesthetics, really. And and I think that's holistic. You got to look at the whole right. thing. You can't yeah. just look at the bikes. It's and for me back then, you know, those are back in the glory days of well i shouldn't say glory days because that's really the 70s but for customs and and cruisers and stuff but that resurgence and how hot things were in the late 90s early 2000s uh, but let's face it most of those guys were like weekend riders you know it's kind i think of like la and my time like riding up to the rock store and stuff and these guys are only out and they got their chaps on on, that they wear on sunday and which is cool but um those were the buying those bikes back then and and that's what that's the money that the marketing guys were chasing and for me what I wanted to bring back or my intention with Indian was you know the good old days of the board trackers right yeah like the the strong silent type not the show us your tits you know (laughs) kind (laughs) of thing but like i want that like those colors and like real leather seats and real leather bags and Hmm. and that's what i was hoping to bring in and you and if you can see that in the identity and i gotta take my hat off to the guys at polaris because they've they've picked up on those cues and they're really trying to to work that Very from cool. what I've seen. That's so cool. But it they, they, they was kind of back then when we were together, most people were saying, man, if we could get 10% of Harley's share, we're right. living large. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, what what would Harley do? Let's just do what they well, do. Does. And to me, that was the biggest mistake because yeah. Indian you know, was founded in 1901 or 1900, 1901. And anyway, a year they edged out mm-hmm. Harley, right? Mm-hmm. They're the, er- right. the oldest American motorcycle brand. So... Hmm. That's holy, man. You don't fuck with that. You you, you, you honor that and yeah. and create your own identity. Stand he up for to, who you want to be. You
5: wanted to bring the look to people that rode their bike everywhere just because they could. Yeah. Yeah. You know, versus the guys that rolled it out of the garage on a Sunday yeah. and went down to the Harley
7: shop. Yeah, right. and oh, by the way, now that we're like three quarters of the way through this, profanity is okay. I'm guessing. Oh, <laughs> it is.
4: oh
3: shit, man. Yeah. Oh,
7: shit. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, what I like too is that I mean, you're truly an artist. Like you said, you do a sketch a day.
7: Yeah, I draw um, every day.
0: And, and we didn't mention prior to BMW, you were was it Fiat?
7: I was at Fiat for oh, really? doing Fiat. cars, obviously. Nice. Doing yeah.
0: cars, and now. You're here in Santa Cruz at Plantronics.
7: Plantronics, yeah. So. so
0: not even vehicles, but I mean that's truly an artist. You can. Is there anything you can't design?
7: Uh, yeah, sure. I yeah. Waste management. Uh, waste management. <laughs> exactly. There it is. Yeah. There it is. So nice. yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny though, is that. Um, You know when i broke my back and found myself in a chair i started to use headsets because a guy like me i can't go from here to 10 feet away on the phone right like hands free for me means something so i was doing bikes and even after indian like blew up i was doing some contract work with bmw and victory and a bunch of places and then um uh and then i got this cold call from a recruiter about Plantronics and uh, I've never done anything but vehicles my whole life but it resonated with me because of that whole Thing yeah. and I thought maybe because of my situation I might be able to bring a little bit to this hmm. story. Would you, know? would you say so. that's an advantage? Would you say your disability
4: is an advantage to des- designing like hands-free devices, like uh, you know, accessibility
7: devices? To- I like to think so. Yeah. I, I don't really, you know, I just don't live. It's weird. I'm I'm physically in this chair, but in my head I don't live in this chair. Right, right, right. I don't even mm-hmm. think of myself that way. So sure, it's a really good question. I just uh yeah it has i don't know that was my that was the thoughts going into it it's like oh maybe i have an acuity for this because of my situation maybe i'll have some insights or something different i could lend to it because it means more to me right
0: i have a little bit different perspective now that we had last week we had adam here who i mentioned was a c4c5 quadriplegic with limited function of one arm yeah you're quite capable yeah i mean i
7: got a high level of injury so i'm paralyzed from the nipple line down mm-hmm. which means like a no feeling no i'm i'm a t4 complete they call it so i can't move or feel anything i broke my toe two weeks ago i didn't even know and mm-hmm. for like eight hours wow. <laughs> until i took my shoe off I'm like oh swollen well,
2: that's <laughs>
7: <laughs> different yeah. so um but to a guy like adam he looks at me and goes man i don't know yeah. you know i look at double amputees I'm so jealous so there's others uh, <laughs> like, like man those things are cool I want to strap those on but um, you know it's different for everybody we all have different limitations right in our yeah. life whether you you know have had a bad accident and it's left you limited in some way or not like um,
0: do, you, do you have any want or plans to get back on a bike because I've been seeing a lot of videos yeah, of guys doing that
7: there's more and more stuff like that all the time and uh certainly in the early days like for the first i don't know maybe 10 years i I, my response to that question would have been if i found out i could walk in five minutes i'd be on a bike in Mm ten um Mm -hmm. but since i've had kids too and honestly my focus has shifted and it's not that i'm afraid to be on a bike because i have kids it's just that my head's in a different place and all my energy's going into that but in the early days we were working on outriggers and trike concepts and stuff in the r&d shop over at indian and everyone was really you know it's bikers everyone wants to to help and figure that stuff out and then uh we so we we kind of dropped a bunch of stuff midway when indian folded and um and but and then since it just hasn't been a priority for me but i've got some little doom buggies and stuff i get out in the dirt and you still uh, have fun. get my yayas yahs out exactly. so we're,
0: we're getting almost time nice. to wrap up there's one last thing i wanted to make a call back to actually i haven't called it yet so not a call back but douglas i think you'll like this so when you were at bmw i think when you were leaving or some of the guys there made a gift for you
7: Oh, it was a gift for a friend of mine. Was so, the, Edgar. You know Edgar, what I'm talking the, about? I think I do. I think I do. The Walker? Uh, yes. Yeah. So Eddie is Eddie's. Eddie's the man. He is the coolest, most talented guy you can possibly imagine. And he um, he loves walkers and robots, and he sketches all the time. And so. That's kind of what we always did in meetings and even though he's like the man at BMW now, I promise you he's sketching in meetings and not paying attention to what anyone says anyway.
2: <laughs>
4: right he's like drawing God. dicks and shit right
7: <laughs> he's drawing uh, half naked women or totally naked women nice. on bikes and, and robot walker things nice. so and, uh, that's cool
0: describe this thing it was how tall was it
7: well it was a kind of internal project we do these like design challenges where we that was had nothing to do was like developing for shits and giggles yeah and this one year um uh we were sitting around and and doing sketches of uh, of a walker and so in concept what this thing was and i have some sketches of it it's a you know a boxer engine and with a, a a cruiser tank a bmw cruiser tank and then basically strip everything else off but if you can imagine Like uh, um, you know how um, flamingos and stuff, their legs bend, bat the knees bend backwards. I thought it looked like a mechanical
0: tauntaun. Uh, I don't know so what like, that is. You mean from like Star an, Wars. Star Wars? an Imperial uh, Walker,
7: oh, except right. the two-legged yes. ones from the from yeah, yeah, the, uh, exactly. Right. Robot. So it's got well, that that thing where the knees, bend. and the, <laughs> <been> the concept <laughs> of that thing was that the, the not just saying it, say an ATS it would lay down and you climb on it. <laughs> right? it no, no, no. You sat on it like a,
0: a like a tauntaun.
6: Tauntauns the animal.
0: I know. Yeah. 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 It was shaped like that. It had a seat on it.
5: A seat with a boxer motor
0: with two legs. Yeah, it was like a tauntaun. And huh. it was made with all motorcycle. Bike. Yes,
2: no yeah. way. Yeah. yeah,
0: it was like this big sculpture that you, you can actually crawl control on. it so, and
1: everything. Like,
7: well, wait. no, it, it was a sculpture. How, how it, it was far static. down the
1: road before it kills
7: you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all it has to do is fall over, and you'd be in the wrong place. But imagine place.
0: this. I yeah, think it was right. like the um, a the pumpkin and a drive from a, a our bike was like the thigh bone i think well the, right? the
7: one that you saw i shared some pictures with so i did yeah. we built a, like a crude kind of model in the studio and um and the legs and stuff were all sketches and stuff we put together and kind of hogged it together but when eddie left to go to bajaj in india right. he took like he took off for two years And I had already left by that time. So basically, the the whole motorcycle team, the R&D team, and the designers got together, and they built a real one for him. Now, Mm -hmm. it it didn't walk, because that's a little more complicated, (laughs) Right, but the thing looked insane. Total movie... Quality, like you know, b- b- robot walker yeah, 209 thing. Two hundred
2: nine looking wow.
7: thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Can you awesome. imagine being at BMW just going and pulling parts off the shelf to fabricate a robot? <laughs> or ordering them? Yeah.
3: <laughs> hey, this will make a perfect yeah. foot. Yeah.
2: yeah. Still exactly. marketing.
4: to stay out. I'm making a yeah. fucking robot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's yeah. why y'all were covering shit with sheets when exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. no
7: one's doing any you real guys work. Just messing <laughs> around in here. Right? Right. Right.
3: It's top secret. You can't. See it.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, before we wrap up, is there any last thing you want to share or, or what mention?
1: Is your up the butt but bike.
0: Okay, we need to bike. explain.
1: Let's oh. preface this with uh, so the up the butt bike is is a bike that you would
7: do anything, anything for. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it would be a parilla. parilla? Yeah. Like a vintage cafe have to do a lot of custom work on it but yeah All
4: right, we'll have to google that up yeah, yeah. we'll have to google that yeah.
7: sure parilla right parilla parilla
0: Whoa. i'm not familiar
7: p-a-r-i-l-l-a
0: yeah. I will have to, you I'll know have it. to look that you up. You know
7: it. You know it. I'm, sure,
0: you, yeah. I'm yeah.
7: sure some of our listeners know. I it. love that
0: it's like it's not perfect enough, like you'd have to modify
7: it. Yeah. Well, yeah, isn't that kind <laughs> of that's the, deal, right? <laughs> yeah. the idea? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what you do. Well, awesome. Thank you again, Darren, for coming. I really appreciate Thanks, man. it. Appreciate I mean, it. the world that you live in, it's fascinating. Yeah. It's behind closed curtains, and the fact that you let us take a peek, you know, yeah. inside your past is just amazing. Uh,
7: or I'd have to say a flat tracker a... 750. Yeah, Uh, flat trackers are awesome. We get the XS750 flat tracker right here. Yeah. So I just want to say, oh, sorry,
0: good. I was going to say, and again, if you ever want to just come hang out and just see what we're doing, I mean.
7: I will. Now I know where you guys are, and you've invited me before, and yeah I'm we don't necessarily
0: to have to put you to work a lot of people just come sit and drink beer and point at things
2: <laughs> <laughs> tell
7: yes. tell everyone else they're doing it wrong Oh, uh, totally yeah right.
0: but you may enjoy it because a lot of things are doing like um you know we mentioned that zach is building a battery box out of some sheets of stainless that my neighbor pulled out of his garage they were lining the walls and they're pulled down in ribbons and we just we use whatever we have here or like yeah. how mason has a pull switch from like a fan on his bike <laughs> we just get creative and that's the whole yeah, point of recycle use what we have and challenge ourselves, and just have fun and and create it.
7: Well, I love yeah. the space, and thanks for having thanks me. For coming, yeah. really yeah. as as thanks uh, for coming, man. It's really good. mean, as a, stuff.
4: Uh, yeah, sorry, good. Uh, uh, as a graphic designer, thanks for coming out and, and uh, talking to us about design and stuff, because that, that's a mind blower for yeah. me too. You know, yeah. so.
0: Awesome. Well, cool. Well, hey, not. Can you tell people how to reach us?
4: Uh, you can reach <laughs> us at Recycle Motorcycle Garage at gmail.com uh find us on facebook at uh forward slash recycle garage uh, Recycle
6: Santa Cruz. And, Santa Cruz.
4: Recycle Santa Cruz, yeah. And uh, the call in number where you could call in and. Uh, order a pizza. She <laughs> <order pizza. laughs> <laughs> right. hates that so much. I know. And uh, leave uh, leave an intro or tell us what your at the butt bike is uh, 1 f- 831. Oh, 831 291 5112.
0: And um, I really appreciate everyone in the past who called and left an intro for us. Dude,
1: whoever left that Arnold Schwarzenegger one was spot on. It was great. <laughs> well, I, really, I laughed so
0: hard. I will t- Tell you that it was a misfit. Uh, really? We did it, but I haven't told anyone who that misfit You said California
3: is. like perfect. California. <laughs> California, it was perfect. Get to know. the chopper. Now that you say that, it, now that you say it, it kind of sounds. Say like...
0: that again. Get to the chopper. Oh no, it was bagel. <laughs> <laughs> oh man!
3: <laughs> Do it now! Do this shit.
1: <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I must have listened to that intro like 50 <laughs> times.
0: Kim, no,
3: Kim, I'm glad you liked it.
0: So, yeah, please give us a call at 831 291 5112 and leave us an intro. Give, we us, enjoy give us your them.
1: best Lucas Lab. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Quentin, that one sucked. Do it again. <laughs>
2: All
0: right. Thanks again for coming, Darren, and everyone to for listening, and also people who have gone on to uh, iTunes and rated us. It really helped. Us, we, we see them, we read yeah, them. Thanks, yo. Nice. So, wrapping up, this is Liza,
6: Doug, this is Doc, Jim, Josh, I am Zach, Katis.
3: I'm Bagel.
0: And we out.
3: Cool, cool. All right.